Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Tasty Are you hungry? I'm so I'm hungry. I'm starving. We need some food. What is it? I don't know. I just feel like we need some kolaches up in here. <gasps> <laughs> what an idea. Uh, we do not have nor are any coming, but it would be nice. I'll say that right now. Maybe we could put in an order or something. I heard uh, Casey's tummy rumbling over there. Yeah, what is it about Tuesdays? I don't know. It's Tasty Tuesday. How was your day yesterday? Um, it was a gorgeous Monday. Locked myself out of my house. Nice. Which ultimately led to uh-huh. $80 spent at TJ Maxx. Nice. Because what else would you do? What are you buying at TJ Maxx? This dress. Oh, that you're wearing right now? And more. Okay. I can't tell you the last time I went to TJ Maxx. I feel like TJ Maxx for dudes is no, like, it's just good for socks and underwear. You're probably right, yeah. That's probably true. Socks and underwear always rely on TJ Maxx. That's true. (laughs) Because it's going to be a little bit cheaper, too. Yeah. How was your day? Uh, It was good. It's beautiful outside. I mean, not too hot. This week is perfect. Not to jinx anything. Yeah. But it's great. Enjoy it. The bugs are coming out. They on their way. Uh, Jelly Roll at Delmar Hall sold out in minutes last week. We've got your chance to win all this week on the Big Three. That coming up at 8 o'clock this morning. So if you want to play alongside Casey this morning, I'm sorry, me this morning. Yes. That'll happen at 8 o'clock. Your chance to win those Jelly Roll tickets for an intimate evening with the Jelly Roll. Last part of the song is when you when when I'm doing an Irish jig in the studio. Yes, you know what I mean. You got, the you got to do that at the hands, concert. Hands right down at the side, and the legs are just going crazy, just going nuts out there. Uh, I did want to dispel something before you get caught up in the news this morning. They're gonna tease you with something along the lines of "Is In and Out Burger coming to St. Louis?" And then the payoff is no. <laughs> is that, have you seen that in the All news All morning today? this morning, they've been teasing it is In-N-Out Burger coming to St. Louis. And then the payoff is the COO says no plans to open a restaurant in St. Louis. Why Thanks. would they, though? Thanks. Well, they're, they, uh, we did a story in January about how they yeah, are. Yeah, they're in Franklin, Going Tennessee. to Tennessee, right? So they were like, oh, maybe we're going to Midwest, maybe St. Louis. Not yet. Not yet, so. Uh, don't get fooled by the news. No, I, I kind of wish they wouldn't go to Franklin in the first place because then it gets everybody's undies in a twist. That's and true. Everybody's like, Rrr. it's very true. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Carrie Underwood says out of everything she's accomplished in her career, this one thing has to be the biggest, and that's marrying her husband. No, children, career, career. Uh, Getting 10 wardrobe changes in one show. Gosh, and I feel like it's probably more than that, too. (laughs) It's her Grand Ole Opry membership. And when you say it like that, doesn't it feel like they, you think they probably pay dues for that? Probably. It's like a gym membership. They're sending in $25.99 a month. Got to keep the theater up and running, you know? Have to. (laughs) Carrie Underwood says, it's unbelievable that she's been a member of the Grand Ole Opry for a decade and a half, and it's something that's always meant the most to her. I feel like I've been very blessed to take part in a lot of award shows and things like that over the years, but kind of having this is just one of the most important things that I think I've ever done. I love that it, you know, signifies being a part of 
country music and we we call it the mother church it is it is like going to church and you get to pay your respects to those that came before those that are playing now and whoever's gonna come later on she made her first grand Ole opry performance in 2005 just two weeks after winning american idol and her love for the opry started when she was a little girl and she grew up watching and listening to the show and dreaming about performing there one day and now she's a multi-grammy winner cma acm all kinds of award winner and um she was officially inducted into the Opry in 2008 by Garth Brooks because he's also from Oklahoma. Artists who accept an invitation to the Opry are expected to pay their dues by performing a select number of shows per year. Oh. So they bring in the people and then the people pay the money and then the, you know, yes. that's how they keep it up and running. Interesting. But they're also able to play a show or host a show that they want at any point. So schedule's open. Carrie Underwood wants to play tonight for a bunch of people. Test out some new music. Let's go to the opera. Very interesting. I'm a member. There you go. <laughs> Remy and Casey. Is there such thing as a polite honk when you're in your car? 314-699-4766. Let us know on the text line. Because here's the thing. Nobody goes on a green light anymore. 90% of the time, drivers are on their phone or distracted in some way. So that light goes green and you're waiting one Mississippi, two Mississippi. How many Mississippis do you get before you go? Boop, boop. What up? I usually give them a while. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm not, I'm not quick to the trigger. Okay. But also I want to say that Remy's got an eye on you if you're driving out there. I do. I do. And you better be using that blinker. Yep. And you better be going that speed limit. Yep. And you better be only passing if you're in that left lane. I don't Otherwise, know. he's taking notes. I'm just saying, you know, safety, safety is key in my life. And I hope in your life as well. Well, sometimes you have to wait a couple <laughs> seconds at a green light because, you know, that rule, like you have to wait a couple seconds in case anybody's about to run the red. Mm-hmm. You don't get T-boned. Yes. Maybe that's it. Okay. I would say that I'm guilty of this too. I'm guilty of looking down at my phone and maybe not hitting that green light right when it happens. But that does not happen very often. I've got a dang good gauge on about how long that red light's going to be. So I might look, I might glance and see if my mom texted me or something. What's up, mom? I might look and see if you texted me. You didn't. (laughs) I totally agree with you. I think that the looking at the, you know, the gawking is out of hand and the looking at phones is... Detrimental. Yes. But I don't know that I have a solution because I am a nervous honker. And if you are around me and you honk, even if it's not at me, oh my God, my stomach drops. Okay. I don't like it. Immediately, I have a bad attitude. Even if it's like a boop, boop, like a boop, 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 boop. No one's doing that. I do that. I go honk, honk. And, and then usually it's nice. But I'm telling you that... The amount of times that I've received a middle finger or someone getting ragey on me because it's their fault. It's your fault that you're not looking at the road. It's been green for five seconds. I give you five Mississippis on this one. And then I am getting blasted by your middle finger. Nah. Well, I think you can't get upset at the rage unless you're going to rage yourself. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, if they're going to throw the bird, you might as well just let it fly. Unless you are going to get skirt around them and look them in the eye and say, what? 
It was you. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I don't do that in Missouri. Exactly. Um, <laughs> See what I mean? Just letting you know. 314-699-4766. I don't know if there is a polite honk. Is there a polite honk? I just, I just want to know because nobody's going on green lights anymore. We're all texting each other. Running is mad. No one's going at a green light anymore. There's at least two or three seconds before the person in front of you realizes that they should look up from their phone and maybe go. Uh, so yesterday I gave a little guy just a little boop, boop, and then got he got instantly ragey on me, even though it was his fault. Even though he was the one that was on his phone and distracted, but whatever. Here's the okay. Here's a devil's advocate. Mm. If you were if this was you, like yes. you were texting me back, oh, gosh, Casey's so stupid. You're texting mm-hmm. me back, and then somebody gives you a bop, bop. yes. What are you doing? I go. I'm. Uh, my hand goes up in the air. I go. I'm sorry, and I go. But do you think that can be misconstrued with people throwing their hands in the air, like? Okay. No. Okay. No, because there was a bird. I sometimes there was what? a middle finger. No, but I know. But I'm just saying. I think sometimes, sometimes <laughs> no that can that. happen. That's true. Maybe he was giving me the number one side. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Jessica says I give a short little honk honk, which is nice. If I'm mad, it's a long honk. It's like a honk. Gosh, I hate a long honk. Get off me with that. Jeannie says I hate the ones that honk right as the light turns green. Give me a chance to hit the gas, dude. From the three one four. You can tell I'm mad when I honk. I usually go to the beat of let's go blues if I'm mad at somebody. One time a dude actually did that same honk right back. So <laughs> The guy was like, yeah, same. Yeah, 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 same. Let's go. Maybe we'll make the playoffs. Okay. Uh, is there a polite honk? Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. Swing, fly ball. That one's not coming back to Young Ambushton. It's 3-2 Cardinals. The bombing birds keep up their heavy lifting at the plate, and DeYoung's eighth turns this game right around. We love the bombing birds. The bombing birds. Yeah, unfortunately, the birds lost yesterday in extra innings Mm. against the Reds, but still looking great. DeYoung has been a welcome bat in the lineup, and he can just stay hot. Stay hot, DeYoung. You know, we're both uh, Illinois State University graduates, so... Oh, cute. We kind of have that connection. Cute for you. Do you think he knows that? No. Yeah. No, he has no idea. I mean, we may be, like, if we were together in each other's presence, we'd be like, oh, okay. I think you would be... Redbird? Hey, I asked you. <laughs> Same. Redbirds for life. Remember, still. like, Fell Hall, like, hanging out in the basement in the radio session? <laughs> no? Okay. DeGarma? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we could have a lot of ISU talk, that's for sure. Cards take on the Reds again tonight. First pitch at 540. Tom Brady is one step closer to going from under center to overseeing a team. The ex-quarterback has reportedly struck a deal with Mark Davis to buy a piece of the Raiders. Brady and the Las Vegas Raiders owner have been in talks for weeks about potential agreements, and now the deal is done. So he's not going to play football. He's just going to own football. He's going to own football. I kind of like that better for coaching, or better than coaching for him. Okay. I think this is a nice little... All right, you go on yeah. football, you sit to the side and find whatever's next. I don't think he's coaching material. I just don't I don't either. I don't see him. I guess I don't I guess there. I don't see him as like relatable. Yeah. Like Yachty, coach, right? You get that. Sure. You get those vibes of like leadership and wanting to pass the game on. I don't feel like Tom's in it money. Right, <laughs> exactly. <what> <laughs> and that's it. so he's doing what he needs to do. Uh this would not be this isn't Brady's first 
uh, 4A into sports ownership. He already has a major league pickleball team. You remember that? Oh, I forgot about that, actually. And he's also got a part of Davis's WNBA team, the Las Vegas Aces as well. Meanwhile, Brady is expected to help call games for Fox starting in 2024, despite his potential new job as an NFL owner. Hmm. A little conflict of interest there if you're calling those games, but, you know, what are you going to do? Got to make that money, right? Tom Brady does, (laughs) even though no one knows why. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, he sleeps on it every night, uh, money that is. Yes. And also still continues to make it hand over fist. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. A security guard is going viral for being an undercover Swifty while working the pit at the Eras Tour. Here Casey goes talking about Sailor Swift again. So this security guard said that it was a pretty simple process getting a job to work at the Taylor Swift Eras Tour, but he admits things didn't originally go as planned. So his name, his name is Davis Perigo. He has a day job in accounting, mm-hmm. and he loves Taylor Swift. So he said end. all he had to do was fill out a form to become quote, security nice. at Taylor Swift's Nashville show. First off, that does not make me feel safe or secure. <laughs> Is he a big dude? Does no. He look, he's not big. No. He's probably like smaller than you. I mean, you you are a tall person, but... You are a tall person. He also got to do a test run by working the Luke Holmes concert at the same venue. Mm-hmm. So at least that... Those are, first off, if you are not a security guard and all you've done is filled out a form, those are some pretty big shows. Sometimes they just need bodies, though. They just need someone to stand there. Okay, but this this boy is in between Taylor and the fans. Like, he's working the pit. Okay. So, this is surprising to me. But, once he got to the stadium that day, all he said, you know, he didn't know where he was supposed to go. But all he could do is figure out how to get as close to Taylor as possible. So... He started working the pit, and he ended up having the time of his life as clips of Davis have blown up online, fans showing him singing his heart out while you can see, you can see Taylor performing over his shoulder. Fans taking videos of the security guard, standing there, hands on hips, singing every word to every song, and Taylor's just strutting around behind him. I love that. What a, what a great way to get in. Not yes. only get in, but get paid while you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, not have to pay for the tickets. Yeah. You get paid for being there. Yeah. And so close. Many fans have expressed all love after seeing him go out in true Swifty fashion. But then he got told the business when a real security guard working the show told him that he needed to tone it down. <laughs> so You tone it down, sir. But I'm sure this probably feels refreshing to concert fans after, I think last week, Taylor had a viral reaction to security guards who were putting hands on the fans yeah. and who weren't doing anything crazy, but were pushing them around. And she, this clip of her singing bad blood and yelling at security guards has just gone viral. <laughs> You can hear. Say, she wasn't doing? doing anything. Oh, gotcha. Leave her alone. Gotcha. Yeah. So, Did I ever tell you how I gamed the system to get real close to Taylor Swift? You gamed the system. Yeah. I uh, I told the venue that I was a photographer and I got in. I oh got credentials gosh. to be like right up on the stage and take pictures. Oh, these Swifty fans are crazy. <laughs> Casey, I don't mean to get personal, but uh, how often are you throwing out your underwear? 
think the better question is how often am I wearing my underwear? <laughs> wow! It is 728 in the morning, Casey. We have had this conversation plenty of time before. I understand. Jeez. I understand it gets forgotten. But it just is what it is. Well, TikTok, there is a new viral trend going around that says that you need to throw away your underwear every six months because it's building up bacteria, I mean, even I, if you wash it. I guess I understand. But according to several doctors, that's not true. You don't have to replace your underwear every six months or every year. You can keep them forever, at least until they disintegrate, which I, happens a lot with dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we trust the doctors here. Uh, Dr. Christine Greaves, who is an OBGYN in Orlando, says, quote, if you're washing your underwear in warmer or hot water, you are cleaning the bacteria off of them. As long as your underwear is clean, it should be okay. I think I've had pairs of underwear for years. Like, probably four, yeah. five years. <laughs> I, de I definitely think a lot of people are in that boat, for sure. Uh, my wife got me those MeUndies back in the day. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And once you, I will say, once you have like a quality pair, the A, they do last, and B, you want them to because you like them so much. Yes. And I think this was at the start of that company's little journey. And they were expensive then. But I went back because I got I got some replacing to do. To be honest with you, um, and they want like twenty five dollars for a pair. Are yeah. you kidding me? Well, I told you if it's a quality pair, you can use them for a long time. Twenty five dollars now for a pair. Can you imagine spending seventy five dollars on three pairs of underwear? Yes, girl. It's called Victoria's Secret. Been there. Yeah, maybe Unless I just you to, hit that 7 for 27 sale. I just need to do that Casey thing and just skip it. Listen, <laughs> I don't get why it's such a hot take, you know? Uh, I don't think it is a hot take anymore, honestly. We mentioned it yesterday. It's probably very cool. There's that St. Louis-based company, Fins. They make um, like t-shirts made out of water bottles yeah. that are in our waterways. Uh -huh. um, what if they started making underwear? That's real dirty. Like they recycled from water bottles... And now, dude, I'll wear anything. How sustainable? Yeah, I I'll, think I just think it's kind of genius. Yeah, I like it. Uh, a survey found that one out of eight adults say that they are disgusted by the state of their significant other's underwear, and quote, "worn out pairs are the top complaint." So, I will say that is a that is a common man. Thing. <laughs> with any run-in with a man I've ever had, they mm. never have underwear that's in great shape. Yeah. Never. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just the thing. It's it's put on the back burner. It's just how it goes. Just, yeah, put on the back burner. If you know what I'm saying to you. <laughs> you can find the story. I posted it up on the Facebook page. You don't have to throw out your underwear. Just letting you know that. Keep them probably forever. get new ones, though. <laughs> Remy and Casey. I smell wedding update. Casey is getting married next year. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. And we're at the point in your wedding planning process for something very special this uh, this weekend. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? We're going dress shopping for the oh, first time. girl! For my dress, not for the girls' dresses. Oh, okay. For just mine. This is a big deal. Yeah, I've never like been wedding dress shopping or even 
really tried one on before, so who knows what will happen. Yeah. We're going to a place downtown. Um, I have three dress appointments set. The, this weekend's just the first one. And okay. really, really, it's all a matter of like when I find it, I find it. But I want to make sure I have some backup appointments just okay. in case I get picky. The only reference I have is say yes to the dress. That's and, all I have. Because I, I obviously didn't go to my wife's right. You know, dress appointments. Right. I think it might be that way for a lot of people. And I always feel like the ones that have more people there, like 15, 20 people there. Always goes wrong. Not good. Not good. Because you get you get those people that are very opinionated, like, oh, that's not. No, no, not that one. Yeah. When you might be feeling it. Right. So who are you going with this weekend? So this weekend, we'll have the gingerbread man's mom, grandma, sister. Okay. My mom wants to come along as well and my one of my bridesmaids. Okay. So five. Five. Oh, that's the group. That's a lot. And keep in mind, in every appointment after this one, less people. Okay. So in the next one, it'll probably be like just me and my mom. In the third one, that means that if I still haven't found a dress by a third one, that means no one's coming. It's just me because I need to pick something. <laughs> Dang, I just you know who you know who really the bad ones are the moms. That's always like in reference the, to the, the show. The bad ones are the moms. In reference to the show, every single time I've ever seen that show, it's always the moms with the strongest <laughs> opinions. And it, it, your mom could be the coolest person in the world, but when it comes to wedding dress shopping or anything wedding related, they are a different person. You're right. I do hear. <laughs> I do hear that. Like whenever weddings are involved, people, man, people get loud. Well, you know. We'll see what happens, but I also am glad that this is my first one yeah. and that everybody will be there for this one because I'm kind of using it as like a, this is a super fun experience for all of us to have together and to have fun, but like, I don't really care if you don't like it because I have two more appointments later, you know? <laughs> yeah. Tips and tricks. Uh, Casey would like some on the text line. 314-699-4766. How's the, how, how are you preparing your mental state before you go into something so, like this? Because I feel like I might have to. Are you open-minded or are you like... Taking set, shots. Setting ground rules for the moms. We'll what are you doing? Casey's going wedding dress shopping this weekend. We're all excited. Why didn't you invite me? You know, now that I think about it, I should, probably should have. Yep. Yep. You need at least one male in the room. Why? Well, I mean. What are you going to say? I know you better than a lot of people know you. Yes. At this point. So uh, I'll just wait for my invite on one of these appointments. And then. Uh, I just see you with a sign that has like the thumbs up or the thumbs down. Say nothing else. And that's it. <laughs> he throws one up. What if I turn into one of those people like, oh, no. Oh, you gosh. How could you wear that on the, the beach? The neckline. Gonna get sand everywhere on that thing. <laughs> Uh, from the 636 tip for Casey, let everybody know you want to have the first say, then your judgment on the dress isn't mixed if you really like something. Mm. Uh, from the 618, sincerely yours bridal shop is awesome, not pushy. Cute. Probably from the owner. Uh, from <laughs> 217, I actually took my fiance. I bucked that whole tradition because I wanted him to love it as well. Uh, from the 314, I thought I knew my husband's mother until we went dress shopping. I feel like her mission was to put me in the ugliest dress she could think of. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Telling I got you. a DM. Uh, Taylor says, some places give you free mimosas, and you definitely need to take them up on those bad boys. Let's go. I will probably do that. Let's go. I'm telling you this. You bring me, I'll have a whole little bar He's got for a, all of us. A cooler. Yeah.
I'll bring a cooler, a, a bush light. It'll be great. <laughs> if you have any uh, tips, suggestions, things that Casey should uh, take uh, take into consideration this weekend for her first dress appointment, let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. Remy and Casey. Today we are playing the big three. We've got John from St. Clair on the phone to win these Jelly Roll tickets. Remy's going to play with them. Let's spin the wheel and see what game we're going to play today. Today we're playing What's That Holiday? Yay! Remy has a bad habit of not knowing holidays outside of Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving. And Independence Day. So, of course. So today I'll tell you a little bit about a holiday, maybe like when it falls, and you will tell me what it is. Oh, man. The best news is that if this there's weird. an okay. answer you don't know, you get one phone a friend where you can ask John from St. Clair for a little help. Okay. Um, I all I bring this all up because a few weeks ago, I told you that next Monday was a holiday. Yes. You were like, what? What, what holiday? <laughs> Did we get a three-day weekend? Exactly. Yes. So let's begin. Question number one. Celebrated on the third Monday in February... This is considered a bank holiday, but not a radio one. We still come to work. It's a Monday? On the third Monday of February. I believe this is Martin Luther King Day. Final answer. Question number two. On the second Monday of October, many countries around us celebrate this holiday, but it's quickly losing popularity. Man, this is like Kashmir Pulaski Day or something. I'm going to go John on this one. John? Uh, Columbus Day. It's Columbus Day. Final answer. Okay. I agree with that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. This federal holiday falls on the first Monday in September. Labor Day. Labor Day. Final answer. All three, baby. I can feel it in my blood. John, how many of these questions out of three do you think Remy got correct? Two. Oh, no! No! Mm, let's see. No! Remy. Remy. He got two, but did he get three? He got two. No. I'm so confident about that, too. It's Columbus no. Day, isn't it? No. John messed it up. Let's. John did great. Let's run through <laughs> it real fast. So, question number one, celebrated on the third Monday in February. It's not MLK Day. It is President's Day. Uh, kind of close. Kind of close. Huh? Hell. They're both in February. Um, question number two. The second Monday of October is celebrated by many countries around us, but it's quickly losing popularity. That's, of course, Columbus Day. Thank you, John. And number three, federal holiday on the first Monday of September. A lot like Memorial Day in the sense of, like, a very summertime. People are going on trips and things. It's yes. Labor Day. Labor Day. Yes. It's like the end of summer, right? Signifies exactly going back to school. Yes, and, and this marks the beginning of it all. So yes. shout out to John for having that correct Good answer. John. And shout out to you. You actually did much better than I was expecting. Thanks, Casey. That means a lot coming from you. Next time I'll put National Sauerkraut Day in there. <laughs> Bring Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. How country music sent 
Nick Jonas to therapy. Oh, wow. And yes, that's really true. I feel like most celebrities are in therapy anyway, so. That's true. This was back in 2016, and he's telling the story on the Armchair Expert podcast. That's a podcast you and I have talked about a lot. It's really good. Dax. Um, and it basically comes down to the fact that not every guitar solo can knock it out of the park, unless you're Keith Urban. Then you probably win every time. Yeah. But for a, I don't know, maybe 22-year-old at the time, Nick Jonas... It gets a little iffy. So he performed at the ACMs with Kelsey Ballerini. This is very early on for Kelsey. It's like, love me like you mean it. Dibs, Peter Pan, Kelsey. Okay. okay. And she had him come out to um, do a little guitar solo and sing the last like chorus of Peter Pan with her. That was it. And he goes on to say that he did so terrible in this performance that it literally sent him to therapy. Performing with Kelsey Ballerini. I started off, it's fine. And as I sort of walked towards her, I just went completely blank. I was like in shock. It was like a really traumatic moment that shaped the pressure I put on myself to be perfect and to always be on. But it did travel more than I wish it would have. And it did cause me to go into therapy. Meaning it went viral. I don't remember this moment. I had to look it up to rewatch it. I want to go watch this and then I'll report back. The link is on our Facebook page. Do you think that it was because of Kelsey's stunning looks or do you think he just like blanked on stage just as like a performance thing? I think back then they were doing a lot of guest performing with each other. So I, while she is stunning, I don't know that she would have just blown him away like that. Yeah. I went back and I rewatched the video and it's pretty bad. Like he comes out with his guitar and he starts to riff a little bit. And then all of a sudden the guitar goes, bang, bang. <laughs> and he looks out at the crowd and he looks at Kelsey and she's like, um, and he just stands there. It's at not least, good. At least, you know, it's live. Or at least that portion That's was live. That's how you know it's live. <laughs> but this happens, I mean, this happens to us all the time. You get, like, we'll be backstage, and you and I will be conversing about what we're going to say on stage. Mm-hmm. We go on stage. None of what we talked about happens. It's always out the window. <laughs> and you just go back off and be like, hey, did I talk? Did I speak words? Because I blacked out. Exactly. So he said he got straight on a plane after that performance, and he looked at his manager, and he said... I think that was bad. <laughs> and the manager was like, oh, no, it was really bad, actually. It's gone viral already, so, so. And needless to say, the Jonas Brothers have not performed at any country shows or <laughs> big concerts since then. But like I said, the video's on our Facebook page. See more there. Follow us at 92.3 WIL. We love the Jonas Brothers. Remy and Casey. What's something weird that you just had to buy for your kids? Or if you don't have kids something that you asked your parents for as a kid that was super weird. 314-954-9230. That is our phone line if you want to give us a call. I just purchased a worm farm for my son. Ew. Real life. Real life. So every day we go out, every day when he comes home from school, dad, can we go out and lift some rocks? To find the worms. To find the worms. He was into roly-polies for a little bit, back to worms. Found a slug yesterday, whole new ball game. Found a slug, had to find more slugs. Couldn't find any more slugs, tears. So I got him a worm farm so he can have worms always. Because what he does is he'll put them in this little terrarium that he has and then they they turn into raisins in the sun. 
They're just like baking there. <laughs> so if you want fried so really worms your kid on a toothpick, frying worms. kind of, kind of. So worms. Uh, these worms will be coming inside of the house, and I'm not sure that my wife is super happy about this, but they will be contained inside this worm farm. Which leads me to the question: What is a weird item that you've purchased for your children, or what's something that you asked for as a kid? I, childless, don't have an answer, but I also don't think I have an answer to something like this. Really? Yeah, that my parents had given me. Yeah. I was a little young for paintball guns, but I remember that was a weird request from me. Like, I, I ended up convincing my father to let me have a paintball gun. <laughs> it's needless to say the backyard was pretty colorful after that. <laughs> Perhaps marshmallow guns. You remember those? Oh, yeah. yeah. I That was a... Uh, that was a big one for Always me. Always a fun toy. Uh, my daughter now wants some sort of insect farm, but she wants a pretty insect. Yeah, she wants like a butterfly. We house. did, and yeah. we did those last year, and those were fun. Uh, really cool to see the butterflies, you know, go from their chrysalis to you mm-hmm. know full grown butterfly. But I just feel like there's some weird things out there that your kids request and will hound you for until you purchase them. So let us know. You can do that on the phone line, 314-954-9230, or on the text line at 314-699-4766. Uh, we're going to have some worms in our house. You want to come over and see no. worm farm? No. No? Sorry, Leo. You want to watch them dig? Is Remy and Casey, what's that weird thing that your son or daughter wanted after getting my son a worm farm? I felt like that was probably the weirdest thing, uh, but he's super into worms right now. What am I going to do? You know, but this catch and release program me. isn't working. He's baking them in his little terrarium. So I might as well keep them alive with a little worm farm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does it look like an ant farm? Like it's got the dirt yes. in the maze. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like two pieces of acrylic smushed together to, yeah. you know, just give them a little room to dig around. Uh, from the 636, my son asked for an ant farm. Uh, we have one, but I've never ordered ants because they're gross. Uh, they gross me in and out of the house. I can't imagine if ants got out. Like, worms are probably not going to get out of this thing. Ants, they would very much find a way out of that. And also, I'm thinking, like, okay, it's one thing to go outside and catch the ants or, like, go catch them. But, for mom, don't order ants to your house. (laughs) I just don't see how it could go well. Uh, From the 314, my kid was obsessed with potatoes, but not to eat, just to play with. So, we'd get him a (laughs) five-pound bag of potatoes every so often. He's now going to school for pre-med, and I'm nervous. Oh, my god! <laughs> Love that. From the 636, I have a son who loved Play-Doh. I always, it, it always disappeared from the containers. No. I just figured that it fell on the floor over time and got swept up. Turns out he was eating it. So, mm, yummy. Uh, what's something weird that your kid wanted? Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. Remy and Casey and Orkin released its cities of the most mosquitoes. Any ideas on which cities those would be, Casey? Cities with the most mosquitoes. Uh, definitely Florida. Okay. No. Oh, man. I don't know. They just seem buggy to me down there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like Arkansas, uh, Texas. N- nope. Nope. Uh, the most. Alabama, swampy. Most mosquitoes live in LA. And then Chicago and then New York. Oh. So apparently the <laughs> they love the city the life. <laughs> uh, St. Louis is number 29th on the list, which I felt like was kind of weird. And I don't even know if Minneapolis is on the list, but I always feel like whenever we went to Minnesota as kids to go on like fishing trips and stuff, the mosquitoes are like birds. You know why? 
Why? Water. Well, yeah, I know that's that. like all Minnesota is, right? That's what I feel like Florida would be higher on this list because the you know the Same, Everglades and it's just swampy and that's why I was choosing those humid. things. Anyways, posted the entire list on the Facebook page. Go check it out. Ninety two three WIL. Ninety two three WIL. New country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out on this tasty Tuesday. We talked about uh, Casey going to get uh, maybe potentially a dress this weekend. Wedding dress. Going dress shopping for the first time. Yeah. Which is kind of a big part of the whole wedding planning process. So we asked if you had any advice and we got a bunch of it earlier. This text message came in from the 636. Make sure the person helping you asks you lots of questions about how you feel about it. It helps when they ask you one-on-one instead of in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure you feel like you and you feel comfortable and definitely have that person there that will give you an honest opinion on whether it makes you look pretty or not. I don't know about that one, but uh, uh, if the dress is flattering on your body or not. I feel like you're going to know that. Yeah, I can kind of agree. Yeah. The fact, no, the the invitation to people, for people to come in my scenario is that, how do I put this? It's more, I would like you to be there. I won't really be listening to you. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. I think that's how... It's, it works out best for most people. More of a, more of a, this is just kind of a traditional, yes. have some people with this. It's the girls going be shopping. Fun. Let's go shopping yeah. for a wedding dress that costs $1,000. Uh, if you have any advice for Casey, she's going wedding dress shopping this weekend. 314-699-4766. And if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey show podcast. We'll see you tomorrow for a Wednesday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 92.3 W-I-L.